Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lammy or Lana, whatever you want to call me. I am honestly still dreaming about today's podcast. I love watching her videos on YouTube and TikTok. She is the Twitter queen, and I can't wait for you guys to hear my discussion with the Brooke Michio content creator and co-host of the podcast Gals on the Go alongside Danielle Carolyn. I had such a fun time having Brooke on the pod. It honestly felt like I was talking to a friend and like I've known her forever. I mean, I've been watching her YouTube videos, but it just felt so natural and she is such a sweetheart. Until then, let's get into our segments. Our first segment, of course, is our weekly intention. So the day that you're listening to this today, I am starting a new semester. It is my third last semester at Ryerson. It technically should be my last, but because I transferred, I have one more year. My intention is to stay on top of my courses and lay a good foundation down for the semester. I plan to input all my due dates for my term from the syllabuses or syllabi into my Google Calendar and to finish setting up my Notion, I think I want to use that this semester. So I've been on Notion TikTok, scrolling, looking at different templates, importing them, playing around. I'm having a little too much fun on there. Moving on to my tip of the week. So this is a little expansion on my weekly intention, but My tip of the week is to find a planner that works for you. It took me so long, so fucking long to find a planner that actually worked for me and I actually enjoyed using and wanted to use and consistently use. And that is my passion planner alongside my Google Calendar. Basically, what I do in my planner is I color code. Color coding is my biggest life hack. I think you should integrate it if you haven't already. But what I mean by color coding is that I code every single aspect of my life. It really helps me visualize and be able to identify events easier. So I can look at my calendar and if I see a bunch of pink, I'm like, oh, I have a lot of stuff to do for my brand. And then I follow that up into my passion planner. So I have these mild liners and then I also have these highlighters that Leah actually got for me for Secret Santa. They're called Stabilo, I think, S-T-A-B-I-L-O. 
bow and they're all different fun pastel colors and I coordinate those with the colors in my Google Calendar so that my passion planner and my Google Calendar flow really easily. I like leaving my passion planner at home but the Google Calendar is really great for on the go. I have the weekly passion planner to be specific. It is the medium academic size one and I have it dated and if you guys want to try out your own passion planner for yourself you can save 10% off with my discount code Alana 10 It's just A-L-L-A-N-A and then one zero. I really love this and it's the first planner I've actually used to completion. So I think that says a lot. This week, instead of doing uh, what my therapist said, because I'm currently now going to therapy every other week, opposed to every week, but I decided that instead of doing what my therapist said on weeks where I don't have therapy, I'm going to do Lanny Listens. That's what I've decided to call it. And I'm going to put a little question box on my stories on both Morning Ray podcast Instagram and on Lanny Be Fit Instagram stories and ask you guys for questions. So anything that you want answered in terms of advice, things you want to know about me, and I'll answer a few of them. A listener asked, how do you come up with your journal prompts? And they said, by the way, love you and the pod. Well, thank you. So how do I come up with my journal prompts? I started journaling earlier this year and I was first guided by the prompts that my BFF Kenzie gave to me. And then from there, I started to do prompts that I found online through searching on Pinterest and Google. And then I did lifestyle with casts. Basically, I had been exposed to so many different prompts that I kind of know the gist of how to like format them. But I typically base my prompts off of things I discuss in therapy, things I'm working on, both with my therapist and independently, and things that I want to practice on a daily basis. And then I will just choose like a theme for each day and for the week overall, and then I'll base the prompts off of that theme. Another question that a listener asked is advice on how to get started on this journey of a better lifestyle and self-love. So this journey is not easy and it can be really hard at times and there's definitely going to be periods of highs and lows and moments where you're going to want to give it up, but you need to find your why. Before you even start, you need to find your why as to why you want to keep going and what is going to push you through on those days where the motivation lacks, where you feel like giving up. So for me, it was that I was tired of feeling crappy originally. It was like I was tired of feeling sluggish and insecure and uncomfortable in my own skin. It's my own skin. I only have one body. I only have one life. I was not going to let myself continue to go down that path. So that was like what started me on like my health and fitness journey. In terms of self-love, I was tired of constantly striving for goals and passing them and not being able to see in myself that I've accomplished them. I definitely think having a why is really important for step one. Step two, I think it's really important to surround yourself with people, whether it be physically like your relationships in your life. So like your relationships with your parents, friends, mentors, coworkers, etc. And then people online. So whether it be the people you follow on social media, the people you interact with, the people whose content you're consuming are to be aligned with the person who you see and want to be, I guess, like your highest self that align with who she would be surrounded with. And that will really help change your mindset and open your eyes. Like you are the content and the people you surround yourself with. So I think it's super important that the people you surround yourself with reflect the type of person that you want to be. I would also recommend 
seeking out sources. So whether it be podcasts, books, movies, TV shows, YouTubers, stuff like that, that are focused around living a more mindful and meaningful life and finding self-love and giving self-love and being grateful and stuff of that sort. A listener asked, what's your advice to growing your social media pages? The three tips that I always give everyone who asks are one, consistency, two, engage, engage with your followers, engage with people in your niche, engage with other people who you are looking to for inspiration, and three, add value. So social media is no longer a place where We want to see your pretty and perfect vacation or sunset, your perfectly post photo, your pretty new Prada bag. Yes, we still like to see those things, but we value value more than anything. At the end of the day, we want to be able to take something away, whether it be something intangible like knowledge or something tangible, for example, like my prompts. You're able to take my journal prompts that I post and go off and do them yourself. That's why I have very lengthy captions. I provide recipes. I provide tips and tricks. This podcast is a form of value. You want your followers, your community to be able to take away something from your content at the end of the day, whether it be happiness, new information, something along that line. In terms of being consistent, you need to determine what this means for you. So for me, I up until like the mid of 2020, I literally posted on my feed every single day since January 2018. I post on my story every single day. There's not a day I don't go without posting on my story which is pretty crazy, but consistency lets your followers know, lets the community know that you're always going to be active, that they can look for your posts, for your content. And it also lets the algorithm know when you post and how much you're posting, and it will then push your content out. But my three things are consistency, engagement, so talking, commenting, liking, etc. And as much as like We all love the idea of like having a lot of followers is amazing and like surreal and like super cool and it's a great goal to have. It shouldn't be your why. You need to have something a bit more meaningful and sentimental than that because if your following doesn't grow as fast as you'd like it to, you're not going to be motivated to keep on going. Like when I started my page, I just did it for myself and I did it because I wanted to share my life with other people. I wanted to share my healthy recipes. I want to share my workouts, stuff like that. Now on to one of my favorite parts of our segments, and those are my current favorites. I have three favorites for you guys this week. My number one is my morning blend. I think I have spoken about this on the pod, but this is my current favorite morning blend recipe. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. 
I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. I've been having it every single morning, and the mornings when I don't have it, I definitely crave it. I definitely miss it. So here's the tea. I have my morning blend after I work out, I go shower, and then about half an hour to an hour, maybe max two hours later, I go and have my breakfast. My morning blend right now consists of mango, banana, a baby cucumber, baby spinach, and baby kale, a little bit of ginger, a little bit of cashew milk, like about a cup, cinnamon, spirulina, I do about half a tablespoon, a little less, dates, and then a little bit of maca. And let me tell you guys, it is perfect. You can even add a little bit of turmeric and hemp parts in there for some extra protein, but I absolutely love this morning blend smoothie and make sure your mango and banana are frozen to make it extra creamy and cold. On to my second favorite. My second and third favorite are both like Lululemon related. It is my Lululemon face mask and like a COVID like protective mask. I absolutely love this mask. It doesn't go around your ears. It goes around your head. Now I'm going to say this isn't the best mask for like running errands. If you're like running in and out of a coffee shop or the grocery store, because it goes around your head. And so like to put it on and off is a bit like more challenging than the ones that go around your ear, but you can also just like have it around your neck. I love how it feels and fits. It's made with Ultralu. I'm going to go full edge on you here. Ultralu is amazing. It's actually the fabric that the old Lululemon bralettes, like when we had a bralette line, were made out of. So it's super breathable. It's four-way stretch, sweat wicking. So it's also great for workouts. If your gyms are open and you're working out or you're outside and you want to wear a mask, this is great. It's super cute, sleek, and the colors are gorgeous. I have black cases and sage green. I really like the sage green, but the black is also beauty and it's only $10. I highly recommend. Now onto my last favorite. It's dressing like a boy. Okay, hear me out. Picture me, Lanny, dressed in my search joggers. You can search them up on Lulu's website. They're men's joggers to be specific. An oversized hoodie. So picture like the Aritzia cozy AF like boyfriend hoodie. Nike crew socks with Air Force Ones. Such a vibe. Love it. Comfy, cute, street. I'm feeling it. I got the inspo from my coworker and bestie, Rachel. Rachel from Lulu. I really like this look. 
I've been wearing it for the past week, like pretty much every day. It's just like super comfy and it's warm. And I'm just all about the Surge Joggers and my Aritzia boyfriend hoodie right now. I highly recommend. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoy the episode with Brooke. I'm super excited to have her on to the podcast. I'm here with Brooke Michio. Welcome to Morning Ray. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So for those who don't know you, who are you? Where are you from? And what is your zodiac sign? I love the zodiac sign, but I'm really <laughs> into that. So I am Brooke Michio. You said my last name correctly. Good job. <laughs> Very thing. Um, I'm 23 years old. I currently live in New York City. Um, and I get... I'm, what word are we calling it these days? Content creator, influencer. I want to say content creator because I feel like that's what it is. Like I have a podcast, I have a YouTube channel, like that really encompasses everything versus, I don't know. I think influencer gets a bad rep these days and I understand mm-hmm. why, trust me, I get it. So I think content creator is a better phrase. And what's your zodiac on oh. your favorite part? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm an Aries, well, Aries sun and then everything else. I, I identify most by like my sun sign. How about you? I'm a Leo and my rising is Libra, but I identify by Leo. Okay. Cause I'm a moon and rising Leo. So I don't know, but Aries and Leo kind of, I I see the Leo energy for you though. I see that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you have 207,000 subscribers on YouTube. Really impressive. What made you want to start your channel? So I'm one of these people that I've been on the internet for far too long. Um, My parents (laughs) let me go on the internet at an extremely young age. Um, They just didn't know what I was doing. I think like it was all still so new. So it wasn't, Mm -hmm. I remember my parents were like more sketch about me having, like I wasn't allowed to have a MySpace, but I was allowed to like be on YouTube. Like that's how they (laughs) they had no concept because they would watch, you know, the news and it would be like, MySpace was so bad. Like don't let your kids on it. But YouTube was so new that no one even knew what, kids were doing on YouTube back in the day or not even kids yeah so I was in middle school even late elementary school honestly when I first started making videos on a different channel just messing around I made like I was into like theater and stuff so I'd have all my friends do skits with me it was actually really cute Mm -hmm. it's nice that I have like memories to look back on it's really sweet and they're all still most of the people are still my friends like we get to sit around and watch them and laugh at ourselves yeah super cringe still even though we were like children (laughs) and end of middle school I deleted that channel just because it it wasn't it anymore and we were going into high school you know everyone's like I I don't really want to do that anymore and it was like I wanted the channel to be like broken friends but it was really still my channel like I was the one doing it all I just kind of was like hey guys like here's a perk of like if you want to be in my videos like I'll edit it I'll do everything Mm -hmm. but I was the one who like had the real like passion and interest I guess so then later on, when I was like a freshman in high school, 2012, 2013, I started posting on another channel. It was originally, it's this channel now that I'm on. It was originally entitled Brooke X Beauty. I know super cringe as well because everyone was doing like the makeup tutorials and like <laughs> outfit of the days. Honestly, they weren't, the, the outfits weren't even the worst part of it. But it was fun. It was like a creative outlet for me. And I think over time it's developed into something that I'm actually like proud of and I like telling people about my channel now versus back then I was like ah you know it's more just like a way of expressing myself and I'm I'm so thankful that I stuck it out (laughs) see my parents were the complete opposite they let me have Facebook but every single time I asked for a YouTube channel like if I could start one they'd be like no and my mom would go and ask like the IT guy at work and oh my god that's so funny it depends how like 
knowledgeable they were about that stuff because I remember I asked for like when I was in elementary school I went to camp and one of my friends was like what's your email like let's stay in touch with me email and I went home I was like mom can I get an email she's like I have to think about it like I feel like oh, every parent has like yes. for a weird I think it's an email account like I'm like, like what was your first email I feel like that's always like so fun yeah it is a good one um mine was my, I had two brookie cookie 04 was probably the main one though mine was competitive dancer 66 at hotmail.com that's funny mine was AOL AM I guess or yeah at AOL but AIM back in the day was uh, you were in that generation we did like MSN okay yeah and that then you sense. could yeah like chatting yeah IMing whatever you want to call it yeah, I remember like I would stay up like on the computer and I get all these shortcuts to get like gifs for like letters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your friends were probably like, Whoa, how'd you do that? And you were like, oh, I figured out like the secret way. It's like you had to do like a text command to do it. Yeah. Like, you would have to do like backslash, like monkey, like backslash. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the days. Oh my God. <laughs> so much simpler then did you ever have it made no sense then we went through like this big phase of having like blackberries mm-hmm. like the it's so weird it shifted from like our moms and dads were like in business and like actually needed blackberry <laughs> to like uh, like why did we have and then we would like chat on like bbm and it was like uh how many friends do you have on bbm oh <laughs> my god <laughs> and then people would hack your status update or whatever it was called yes! and be like hacked by like so and so or send like those chain broadcast messages oh my god i love so and so like they would make it something <laughs> i didn't make that that's like the old version of stories i guess you could say i don't yeah. it. like i am so <laughs> thankful we got what we did because i think that if we not we collectively but me I know like discovering Instagram when I was like halfway through high school is like the biggest blessing for me because who knows what I would have posted on there if I got it at a younger age like I'm just so (laughs) for sure so with regards to YouTube did you ever experience moments of like self-doubt where like you wanted to give up and if you did what made you want to keep going and what makes you want to keep on going totally I think it can be really hard especially when you're in lulls of like either no growth or you feel like kind of just purposeless at a point where you're like I mean growth is obviously motivating so if you're not Mm -hmm. experiencing growth or you're like losing subscribers or your views are down or whatever it is YouTube is also like so pushy with their analytics which I'm thankful for but at the same time it's like this video flopped compared to your last video (laughs) (laughs) is really discouraging so (laughs) just like the whole like failure mentality but I understand why they do it because then when your video is like outperforming everything it's like you get like literally fireworks on the yeah. page and it's like oh I love this yeah um so it can be motivating or demotivating but yeah even back in the day when I felt like I put in so many years and so many people when I so like 2014 2015 many of my friends online like I started making a lot of friends online that I'm still friends with now they're like friends in person but at the time you know, yes like friends forever. I remember that was like a huge period of growth for so many of them. And I didn't really have that. I didn't really have like, I had periods where my channel like definitely grew, but it wasn't like, wow, I woke up and gained a hundred thousand subscribers today. So I think for those type of people, it could be really discouraging, which is why it's nice now with platforms like a TikTok or like an Instagram where there's just other ways to like, it's not just one mm-hmm. stream of content, basically. Like there's so many different places to Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. 
You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Expand on... And I think that was the challenge with YouTube back in the day. So now it's becoming a little bit easier because I see these people who like, they'll, you know, get famous on another app and like transition over people like you have to do YouTube and it's great. I mean, I think it's amazing. So yeah, I think everyone's been there and it definitely doesn't help. But positive feedback that I do get, or if I take a break and, you know, I'll get messages of people who reach out and say like, are you okay? You know, what's going on? And it's like, wow, people actually do. (laughs) And they, no matter how big or small your audience is, I'm sure you have one or two loyal people that like genuinely will miss you and your content. So like, I always just think about them. Yeah, that's good. I think about that too. Like I'm definitely like a much smaller creator, but getting those messages, even like, are you okay? Like, how are you doing? I really like appreciate your content, stuff like that. Like that's what keeps you going. And like having a why, like why you enjoy it so much is so important. Is there a piece of advice you wish you could tell your younger self, something that maybe the listeners can take into their own lives right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, you could apply it to anything, but just consistency. Like there's so many periods. I mean, if we're talking specifically about YouTube and stuff like that, there were so many periods of time that I like I did slack off or I just wasn't posting the best content that I could. I was just being really lazy with it. If I was like in college and it wasn't my priority at the time, or I was in high school and I would just take like gap like months off which just really didn't really make sense and I feel like that's with anything it's with for me I'm like trying to get into better eating habits this year and it is consistency you can't just eat clean one day and expect to like get on the scale and it be amazing like the results I feel like the proof is in the work and the consistency and it sucks to hear in the moment uh, trust me I get it when you tell me I'm a very like I want it now person same if you tell me you know (laughs) it's easy gratification I feel like that's our generation though so if you tell me something's going to take a year or two or even just three months four months to achieve something I I get really frustrated but I think that's the reality for a lot of things and you have to think about literally for anything in life like an expert in any field how long it took them to get Mm -hmm. there you can't expect to like speed up the process and get there the same way like it, it doesn't work that way yeah and I think a lot of people forget that because they do see like the one in the million person like say like we're talking about social media followings people do blow up Sienna totally. like she blew up I was gonna say Sienna. or um Bella Porsche yeah that was crazy like from like her lip syncing videos but now people 
and with all that comes challenges too. So I think it's everybody wants what they can't have. And, and like, I see the amount of people who get duetted on TikTok and it's just such extreme hate and whatever. And if you're not prepared for that, mm-hmm. like I, I genuinely do believe in like the mindset of like, it's like a soldier's reference. Like <laughs> you're only given the battles basically that you can handle. It, it just might not be your time yet. It might not be like, you might need to work on yourself and like mm-hmm. your personal development before you can handle, you know, the millions and millions of people and the eyes on you or um, to have your, your best body, whatever it could be. You could apply this in so many Yeah, ways. I love that. And I like totally stand by like everything will like happen to you when it's meant to happen. And mm-hmm. it may not unfold exactly in the way that you want it to happen, but it is meant for you. And there's a reason why it's happening. You just have to kind of like, take what happens and learn from it and grow from it yeah completely agree you went to UGA for college what was your major and what led you to choose it yeah so I was a marketing major which is in the Terry School of Business so so thankful that I was a business major I knew I wanted to be I was always involved in business clubs I don't know if they have DECA in Canada yeah I was in DECA oh my gosh (laughs) great I love that okay yeah so I was really involved with that my high school also had like we had like a business honor society. We had like a whole business program. I actually got my like accounting credits out of the way in high school, which is insane. Oh my God. How is this? Yeah. So I had a criteria for schools growing up in New York. I wanted to escape New York. We have great state schools, but it's honestly, it's cold. It's miserable. And I just wanted a complete change of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of wanted one of these like big schools, big school spirit, big football, big everything big Greek life like I just dreamed of that I saw it on TV and in movies and I was like that's what I want and that was my goal I was like I'm gonna work super hard and like get there and I definitely was I don't want to be like a crazy scholar but like that was that was definitely like a focus of mine Mm -hmm. so I applied to schools in in the U.S. in the south so I started with like Florida schools and then I kind of worked my way up to some schools like North Carolina South Carolina um, and I toured a bunch of them my parents were the best and took me around and Georgia just checked off everything on my list. I fell in love with Athens, the town. So it really was like a random choice. If you would have told me like when I was a sophomore in high school that that's where I would have gone to school, I probably would have been like, what? <laughs> I think that's why it's important too, if you have the ability to go and tour and visit and apply to schools that might not be like front of mind for you because that could be a fit. And I feel like I just did a lot of research, like on my own, I, I got like those books, you mm-hmm. know, like all the colleges, yes. whatever. And I was it just gave me kind of an escape. Like high school wasn't the best of times for me at a lot of points. So like the escape for me was thinking like, Hey, I have the ability to like essentially like choose where I want to go to college. Like I'm going to, you know, expand and like get out of my comfort zone with it. So in Canada, you apply to a minimum of three schools and then you can apply for more. And I actually transferred after my second year. And what's funny is I'm like now at what my backup school was. Really? It's so funny though, because like if you would have told yourself that, you would have been like, no way. But here you are. Are you happier? Oh, now, so much say? happier, so much. And like I would have like high school, Lana would have never like switched schools. I'm very like once I start something, I finish it. Yeah. Perfectionist in that sense. And like, even like my high school friends were like, wow, like Alana has changed. Like she's at a different school. It's all about like the feeling, and I think it's important to tour if you can. I mean, it might be hard now. Like I don't know if you can tour schools with COVID. No, I was thinking about that but I'm just saying like hypothetically if it was normal times um or when times are <laughs> yeah I feel bad like this is your senior year because it's really really tough yeah but I was touring school my parents were the best I'm the oldest though so they didn't like they kind of were like 
and I expressed passion. So I was like, we would go and go to Florida to like visit my grandma. And I'd be like, can we tour schools while we're down here? We would like extend our stay for a day, you know, bop around to a bunch of different places. Did you ever question your career path while in college? Like, I know I've always been like, should I go into this? Should I go into that? Like, did you ever have moments where you're like, should I just drop out of college and do YouTube? Should I pursue this instead of YouTube? Should I do this and YouTube? Did you ever have moments like that? In terms of dropping out, no, that was never, honestly, for me, it was, should I, like, I veered more on the side, should I quit YouTube and just do college? Like, I was more on that end of it. I never, like, actively thought about it, but I was like, I'm going mm-hmm. to college. And honestly, my mindset was like, I'm going to college to get a career to live my life. And, like, YouTube was a side thing at the time, financially, and just, like, that was my mm-hmm. mindset, like, course you're a product of your environment that's everybody that I was around was like all right this is the path like I remember junior year came around and I was like yes I have to get an internship now you know like a good Mm -hmm. internship because I want to be able to get a job and then senior year came around I was like yes I have to get a job now like it just kind of was the natural path I actually fun fact did go to into college as a finance major that last (laughs) I just realized very quickly I was like that was a lofty goal even though like I wouldn't have even been taking the finance classes until I got into the business school my junior year so i there was no like logic behind me even changing it so quickly, but I think it was just, um, I went in with an ambitious goal and I was like, wait, no, nah, I want to do that. <laughs> like, obviously super happy about that. And yeah, I think it's normal though. The average college student changes their major like how many times? It's like two or three times. Yeah. So it's very normal to question your path and college isn't for everybody. I, I always make that clear. I think that in our world now it's become like, it feels like if you're not doing college, you're not doing the right thing just because so like it it feels like everybody's doing it but it doesn't necessarily have to be especially with you know people who are going into certain technicians Mm -hmm. or fields or whatever it is so I think it's so normal to have all these questions yeah so you originally went into like a typical corporate job and now you do freelancing like as a content creator full-time how was that transition to being like completely your own boss and not having like the typical nine to five sort of job (laughs) Um, it was definitely wild like I remember the first day I did a little bit not like crazy travel but I came to New York for a little bit like as soon as I quit my job I went to Georgia to visit some friends from school and then I came to New York stayed here for a little bit then I went to Long Island for a week to be with family and then I was living in Boston at the time so then I went to Boston I remember that first like Monday I like sat at my like island with everything and I was like oh this is like my life now like (laughs) I don't have anyone to go to I don't have anyone to report to like what am I gonna do all day and it definitely is an adjustment I'm not really one of these people that's like I have to have a crazy routine like there's definitely elements of my day that need to be the same but I'm very Mm free-flowing I'm more of a task person in the sense that like hey by the end of the week these three things need to be done like I have to get my podcast up I have to you know I post two videos a week sometimes three I know I have to post this Instagram for a brand and like these it's more realistic for me to have weekly goals than it is to have daily goal well I do still have daily goals but I guess then set mm-hmm. things in my schedule you probably yeah have to as a content creator I know it's ridiculous like I always try to take notes from other content creators day in my life and it seems like it's pretty universal for all of us it's just like I wake up, I do everything in, in my morning routine, and then I get to work, and work every day is different. And I, I kind of like it. It definitely is. It fits my personality well. It's It was a crazy adjustment from school. Like, life for so many years was just yeah. school. And learning how to be a student, I feel like I finally learned how to be, like, the best student possible, maybe, like, my junior of college, and then all of a sudden it's over. <laughs> so it's definitely crazy change even though I will say like college to corporate life is a crazy change because let's face it as a college student you do have a lot of downtime 
Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or there's a lot of lulls, like you might have, you know, class for a few hours, but then you're out and then you have to study for your Mm -hmm. next class or whatever it is. Like, I, I feel like it's, it is kind of on your own schedule. But then corporate America, it's like, that's what I worked in. And like eight to five, like you have to be in an office and like, it doesn't matter if you got your work done by two, you got to stay till yeah. five. Like, it's so I don't think I could ever see myself doing that. Like, I don't know. I'm doing so many different jobs right now. And I kind of like just being my own boss in a way. And I'm very much like you where I have a set of tasks that I have to get done by the end of the week. And yeah, I'll have like certain things scheduled in like a podcast recording or a call or maybe I have a shift because I work at Lululemon. I have a shift thrown in there. Yeah. And I mean, deadlines are deadlines. Like, of course, if it's like, hey, I have this crazy like this video due tomorrow, like I have to work on it today. Like then yeah, yeah. that goes in the calendar. So-, so for those that don't know, you're both Italian and Jewish. <laughs> I am. I'm also Jewish. And- yes. Yeah. I love that. So what was it like growing up in a home where you celebrated or got to kind of choose the religion and the culture that you practiced? I'm really thankful for it, especially now, like getting older. I feel like in the moment, it was kind of like, I went to one bar mitzvah growing up, but he was like an extended friend. It wasn't like, whatever. So I was really the only one in my friend group or anything that came from a mixed, like a religion Mm -hmm. household, I guess. Many of my friends are like just Italian and like, were like Catholic or they were Irish and Catholic. Like it was very like these strict buckets. And I felt like I was, I don't want to be like, Oh, I was so different. (laughs) Obviously let's face it. Like I wasn't, I grew up in a community where it just was, it was very like one way or the other Greek Orthodox. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like certain, that's just how it was. Um, and getting older, I'm definitely more and more thankful for it. I feel like it's made me a more spiritual mm-hmm. person in a way because I look at religion as just with a more open mind and not like, hey, this is, and I don't want to shame anybody or mm-hmm. whatever because I have plenty of religious friends who are and I 
respect that so so much on both ends if they are jewish or christian or whatever but i never really looked at like the bible and was like hey this is correct or whatever yeah. but i knew that i had to connect with god and like with the universe and i be- i believe in that sort of element of it um and i think as you get older I know a lot of people tend to either fall more in religion more. So I feel like for me, it's been nice just all along kind of being open-minded with it. I, I'm thankful for it. Now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think growing up, it was more confusing because I was like, wait, we don't go to church like my friends do because all my friends would go to like, what, Saturday school? Because they were like going for their uh, communion and confirmation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I didn't grow up doing that. And I feel like in the moment, it felt like different and whatever. It's kind of cool because then you get exposed to both and you have kind of more of like an understanding of both opposed to just being like not that there's an issue but like you're so ingrained in one it's kind of like cool and like beautiful in a way I'm also very spiritual kind of pisses my mom off at sometimes but we're not a super religious household by any means I've like dated out of faith like I've dated non-Jews and like my parents are like not the happiest but like as long as like they're respectful and they're open to learning like that's all I care about I feel the same way and if I I'm open to dating people of all mm-hmm. religions all backgrounds and I think that's really cool that I am this way because I'm open-minded and I think that's the key I think everyone no matter what your religion is like we can all work on being a little mm-hmm. bit more open-minded as a world so I I really respect that so you currently live in New York City which I'm very very jealous of I'm on New York City TikTok and it's driving me mad, but because I just want to go, I want to visit. But what is it like? And is it like what you see in all the movies, TV shows, et cetera? (laughs) I will say it's over glamorized. How could it not be? I mean, it's an amazing city with so much to offer. We have so many amazing things in terms of history and art. And then of course, like for business, there's just so much opportunity here. It really is like the land of opportunity. Totally agree with that. But at the same time, like, it's not, I don't know, I feel like it's so glamorized with it's like aesthetics and whatever, and people will even show off. I'm so thankful I live in the most like amazing apartment mm-hmm. for me. It's perfect. It's definitely small. And then I feel like I switch it up from like sitting on the couch, like sitting on the couch <laughs> bed because there's not many places to go and that is more than okay with me. But people glamorize, I think like that element of it too. It's expensive. Um, so many people move here with like $0 in their bank account and fail. Like you have to really set yourself up properly. It can't really be one of those situations. I'm just going to say it as it is. Like it is, it is costly. It, a lot of elements of it sucks. Sometimes it could be dirty. Like there's people on the street yelling at you and harassing you. It happens all the time. I feel unsafe sometimes walking home at night. Like that, mm-hmm. that is the reality of New York. But at the same time, it's an amazing place. And I'm so thankful to be here and live here. <laughs> it's like a combination of both like yes and no I, I could see you know for shows like a gossip girl how for some people like that could be your life you know if you live one of these amazing elaborate lives like honestly it probably is accurate but for 99% of us like not mm-hmm. so much. I feel like Toronto is very much the same and it's kind of like a Canadian New York City like it's expensive yeah. But, like, then there's also, like, Yorkville, which is kind of, like, a bougie area, and you have, like, all the designer stores and, like, the expensive restaurants. And so a lot of New York-based movies are actually filmed in Toronto. I've heard that. Bold type? Yes, it's filmed in Toronto. Working Moms, if you know that, that's in Toronto. Suits is filmed in Toronto. Mean Girls was filmed in Toronto. Wow, a, a film <laughs> center, I guess. I have heard that a lot, actually. It, it's so funny when they claim that it's in one place and it's, like, really not. 
but I know like younger actually films here like it's cool when some shows yeah. actually are filmed here the credits it will be like filmed in and you're like what like they didn't even <laughs> like the office building doesn't even exist in New York that's crazy yeah crazy um i'm assuming you like new york more than you like boston definitely yeah it's always been my dream to get here i'll say that i guess boston was kind of i don't want to say like i always knew it would be temporary no i was just open like after college i got a job there and i was like hey i can move anywhere i want i really wanted to move to new york but just for like finding a job mm-hmm. right after college it didn't really work out pros and cons of both cities i think boston is an amazing city city still and like maybe one day i would get back there like i really don't know um, it was definitely a great time while I was there, but New York's just always been mm-hmm. for me growing up. I grew up in the suburbs of New York, so I feel like for many people, you kind of return to like, I've even seen this pattern for like many of my friends who I went to college with and they grew up in the suburbs of Atlanta. Now they live in Atlanta. Like it, it, I feel like it's, you know, wherever you're from, you just start, you get comfortable with that. And like, I grew up always coming to the city and it was always kind of like a dream for me, but I felt like it wasn't attainable. So it's like surreal that I'm here now, but I'm so thankful it's amazing and so after grad life as you've moved from Boston to New York what has that experience been like has it been hard has it been easy when I first moved to Boston I my work situation allowed for me to make friends pretty easily because it was a lot of other post-grads so if you're looking to have a pretty seamless transition to a job I would recommend doing like some sort of a program it wasn't like I was the only one like there was literally hundreds Mm -hmm. of us that were all entering the company so that kind of made it pretty seamless but I think moving here especially amid pandemic it's been even more challenging I do have like some friends from high school and some friends from social media but I feel like my friend groups are very like broken right now and obviously with the pandemic that's not helpful because I feel like I can't just be seeing all these different Mm -hmm. people all the time so I'll see like one person and then I just like sit here in my apartment or like I'll see my family or whatever and it's hard no matter what post-grad because I feel like you get comfortable with your friend group in college and you get comfortable with your life and especially if you're moving somewhere different I could have obviously stayed in Atlanta, like many people mm-hmm. in Georgia continue life in Atlanta, and I definitely could have, but I, I did it to myself. Like, I was like, I yeah. don't want to be, like, I want something different. Um, I think you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone when it comes to, like, hanging out with people and whatever. Otherwise, you will just, like, be a loner. I know people who, like, have made friends in, like, Facebook groups, literally, or through social media, and it's not weird. Like, you have to do it if you want to make friends. Yeah. Would you identify yourself as someone that's more of, like, I have a friend group and, like, or like it doesn't have to be right now, but like just in general, were you someone that identified like you have a friend group, like you always like message in the group chat and you hang out with those people? Or do you more so have like close friends from like different parts of your life? Say like YouTube, Instagram, this like workout class, you became best friends with that person. Like, are you more like that or friend group? Definitely more like that now. In college, I was definitely friend group all the way. And I still have like friend group chats. I still have like a chat with like my friends from my hometown. I still have a chat with my friends from college, but they don't live mm-hmm. around the block for me. But I definitely think, yeah, it's more broken um, right now, which is not never like how I pictured it. I've always been a person with like a friend group and whatever. So this is definitely the weirdest phase of my life now where I'm like in between like a bunch of. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. 
I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Friend groups. And that's normal, though. I think, like, for so many people, it's glamorized all of these big, like, you know, um, and it's, like, huge group chat. Like, these are all my friends and it could make you feel like down on yourself. Mm-hmm. I know I certainly think about that sometimes. Like, wait, I don't have like the perfect friend group anymore. And then you feel lonely and like you get in your head and whatnot. So I get that. Since I like moved away from like out. So basically in Ontario, there's like three main colleges that people go to. It's Laurier, Queens and Western. Those are like the three big ones. I was at Laurier and then I transferred home to go to Ryerson, which is in the city. And I feel like I've kind of gone through like that after grad post grad friend transition because I definitely have friends like close friends like that I made through Instagram or that I've become close without work and like it's more like I have these individual people or there's like smaller groups of people but I don't have a core friend group and that we also have like a matching like core guy friend group and we hang out all the time right. like it's not like that but it, I kind of am vibing with it but I definitely feel you like oh I'm like is there something wrong with me that I don't have like a friend group like feel kind of lonely yeah definitely comes and goes like I'm sure you know maybe post pandemic or at another point in life you will get that way and I'm like to have this group of like five friends that just like do everything together and like are always hanging out like every day after work like what a that's the most unrealistic Mm -hmm. part of this show like who has that but I guess people do and yeah I I definitely had that experience of like the matching like guy girlfriend group in high school and then in college I didn't we didn't really have like a guy friend group so even that felt weird to me but now I have like like no friend group and it's all normal and it all comes in seasons and I'm, I mean just to have people that you're close enough in your life like that I was able to just call yesterday and be like hey I'm having a bad day can we talk through things like, yes okay. yes so on the vlogs you started to share a little bit about your dating experiences Brooke, please spill what is the dating scene like in New York City versus like Boston and just like in general what is it like it's good well pandemic dating sucks yeah. I mean, I <laughs> but there's definitely like a lot of prospects I would say out on the apps right now if you're not on them and you're single I think this is a great time to do it and dating from home is like definitely a thing um especially now as like more lockdowns and like restrictions are in place like it is so perfectly okay like mm-hmm. date from home in the beginning and I think that's honestly the best way to do it because it lets I work myself up so much before first dates I get the most amount of stress I call everybody and I'm like should I cancel like whatever and they're like no you go and then every time without fail I come back to my apartment I'm like wait that was mm-hmm. actually fun like why was I so nervous about that 
So it's similar and different to Boston dating, like similar enough that it is. Um, like the, it's not like, oh, the guys are so wildly <laughs> different. I don't feel like my type type doesn't really change. Like I'm still looking for like the same The guy Apple guy. In both places. <laughs> yes. Really, I'm open-minded with that too. Like, but you go into habits of going out with the same guy. I'm like, why have I dated like this 23-year-old who went to like a similar college to me? Like time and time again I'm like oh maybe that's the problem like I'm going for literally the same guy every time so I think it sucks I think you have to have like your your friends hype you up before dates if you get nervous or whatever and make the promise to yourself that you're actually going to try like my thing is you could sit on your couch all day long and I do this too like I'll be like I'm oh I got this year I like really want to like focus on dating and like find a boyfriend whatever not even just to say that I have a boyfriend, but I just, I feel like I'm emotionally ready. Like I know I'm, I'm, I just have been working on myself for so freaking long. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready for it at this point. I feel you. I, I feel you. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with admitting that. And you could sit a- around your apartment all day long and tell people I want to date. I want to find a boyfriend. But if you're not actually putting in the effort or, you know, even trying a little bit, it's not, it doesn't happen. I mean, I don't know anybody that naturally like people just come up. I, I've heard of people of stories of people who like, you know, get approached on the street and whatnot, but especially during pandemic, probably not going to happen. And what would you say like your favorite top three or two dating apps are, or even one, if you only have one. Yeah. I'll just list off all the ones that I have on my phone. Um, Hinge, ship, is fun because you get to swipe with your friends. Um, it's just not like they yeah. get more people on it, I think. But the concept is great because, like, I don't live with a lot of my friends right now. So, like, it's fun. Uh, I would say Hinge is the most, like, popular, at least for, like, the guy that I'm really looking for right now, like, here. I don't really use Bumble too much, but Bumble, I would say. And then I am on Rye, but I don't use it. But then another one that I'm on that I've been using recently is called Locks, and it's for Jewish people. I don't think it's like Jewish ex- exclusive. Like you, you can get on no matter what. But like the, you know, it's called like yeah. Jewish dating app, whatever. Um, and I have really cool guys through that so far. So I've really been enjoying. Yeah, it. I've actually met the guy that I'm kind of seeing now from Locks Club. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I love that. That's that just makes me so happy because I there's hope. <laughs> got connected with some of the founders and whatever, and they told me about the concept, and I was like, this is actually really great. And it's it's a dating app that. And I think the ones that you pay for, you use mm-hmm. seriously. I'm gonna say it like totally because you're dedicated to the process. Like so many of these free dating apps, like it's just you swipe and swipe and swipe. But if you're on an app and you're like, hey, I'm gonna pay for this every month, and like really, it, it in your mind, you're like, I want to get my use out of it. Like I want to find someone yeah. awesome. So that's my lot. Yeah. No, I like. I would definitely say my top two are Hinge. And like now Locks Club, I've used Raya, but there's not really many people in Toronto. And I find that if you do match with someone, they don't really answer you on the app. And I've like spoken to people and they like think that too, but it's kind of just more entertaining. Yeah, no, I mean, it's cool to be like, who can I see? I haven't even, I've seen like such like C or D listers. Like I don't get any of these like crazy A listers. So I'm like, this is pointless. And I don't like, like it syncs your pictures. With yeah. Music. I just don't like it. It's like a slideshow. Yeah, I found um, Niall Horan on there. I found Brody Jenner. Yeah. Really? Did I match with them? No, but I still saw them. <laughs> Wait, even, the fact that you even, like, were shown him is cool. I have not been shown even. Like, I know some people said they saw Zay. Yeah, I think I saw him. I saw David Dobrik. Wow. No, stop. <laughs> so random with that stuff, too. Like, I, I get friend passes, and I've referred friends, and they, they're like, why haven't I gotten on? But then... I was referred to my yeah. I get on. Like, I feel like it's a logic there. I'm like, it's 
kind of skewed. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> how was No Date December? How long did you last? I downloaded the apps like after Vlogmas when I was home and just sad and like my brother's girlfriend was around all the time. Love them. Like they're great. But I was just like, I can't like, <laughs> no, I just was sad. You know, when you're constantly in the presence of other couples, like it reminds you even more and more how single you are. And that's like a projection issue, obviously, that I have. Like I was talking to my therapist about that. And she was like, that no one else is thinking about that except for you, Brooke. Like they're not like, oh, poor Brooke. Like she's so single. You know what I mean? no one's thinking that but for some reason I do I think the day that I probably re-downloaded maybe like the 27th or something Um, yeah that is pretty good I originally was doing it and then I just never delete the apps and then I match with someone so but I definitely feel you on like feeling single because I have an older sister and she's married and since I was 11 it's been me fifth wheeling them on vacations at dinners like everything it's always my parents my sister and her now husband and me. I get it. And I mean, I married is even another <laughs> level of it too, I'm sure. But no one's thinking about yeah. it except for you. Like they're, you know, they just are so happy to spend time with you. It's not like, gosh, can she just get a boyfriend ready? Like that's what my mind says yeah. to <laughs> myself. Messed up. So if you're feeling that way and you're listening to this, you're not alone. Me and Brooke are with you. <laughs> okay. Just to wrap it up, what is one piece of advice that can be for anything in life, whatever you want, that you want to leave the listeners with? I always say, like, this is my consistent thing. I need to find a new one for 2021. But I've always said, do it for you. Going back to even that, like, you can't do other things because you think that it's going to please them. Like, you have to do things because in your heart, you know, it's going to please you to fulfill you. Um, Whether that be your career, whether that be if you want to, you know, start posting YouTube videos or start, you know, taking something in your life more seriously, like do it for you do it because it's going to better you as a person you're going to feel more fulfilled whatever I love that and where can the listeners find you if they aren't following you already I am probably best known on YouTube so I'm Brooke Michio M-I-C-C-I-O you can just like do youtube.com slash Brooke Michio and then I'm on everything else Instagram Twitter TikTok and that's all at Brooke Michio your podcast and I have a podcast <laughs> I know I always I'm like wait my hair podcast um i have a podcast with my friend danielle we post every wednesday and it's called gals on the go podcast you can find that anywhere on podcast apps yay well thanks for coming on the pod brooke it was a pleasure having you yes thank you so much for having me and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode make sure to rate review and subscribe i love you guys so much and we'll chat soon bye Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.